0: MTV's official challenge podcast is pulling back the curtain on the first ever season of the Challenge USA. Every week, Challenge alums Davon Rogers and Devin Simone recap all the brand new challenge drama as contestants from Big Brother, Survivor, Love Island and The Amazing Race all compete for the crown. Plus, Devon and Devin are spilling all the -the behind-the-scenes challenge secrets you can't get anywhere else. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestronino back here for another Big Brother recap tonight. Uh, Wednesday night episode of Big Brother. A lot to unpack uh, from uh, this episode, uh, which is going to lead into uh, what should also be a a very emotional Thursday night eviction special coming up on Thursday night. So a lot to talk about here with you. Uh, Let's welcome in our panel. Uh, First back with us the voice of the people it's Melissa Denny Melissa how are you
1: I'm doing great that was uh, a very interesting episode I was really looking forward to it to see how they were gonna handle it um yeah, I uh, even the announcer at the end had a very different tone. Very
0: different tenor.
1: So it was like, "Hey, this is serious, everyone, listen up." So uh, now I feel like I'm just excited to see Thursday's episode. So I mean, I don't know. Will I ever be satisfied? Who knows?
0: Uh, not with this show.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: Unlikely, okay. Uh, <laughs> back with us, of course, uh, the great AJ
2: Norris. AJ, how are you? I'm doing good. And even if the show's not exciting me, I'm very excited to be talking to y'all three amazing folks. I'm ready to have some good conversations, talk about this week and this episode.
0: Okay, all right, AJ, happy to have you here with us. And of course, uh, after completing this season
3: of Love Island, please welcome back, Scally. Oh, hello, hello. Yes, off of Love Island, back here with all my bros to talk about the most recent episode of uh, Big Brother. Uh, quite the episode.
0: Quite the episode. A lot to talk about, of course. Uh, if you have some uh, questions, uh, we'll get to those later on in the show. Of course, uh, again, 10.15 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday for the Eviction show. I know there was a lot of a lead up uh, this week to, you know, there's just like uh, Twitter was just nonstop over the weekend with all the events of the house. And of course, um, covered uh, in many different ways here on uh, this podcast uh, over the weekend on all of the updates. Also, Sunday night, uh, we have uh, clipped the video with everything leading up to uh, what happened. I feel a disappointed with what we ultimately got here tonight uh, and uh, like, really didn't have a great feeling about how we ended this thing on a cliffhanger on this. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe we'll get there on Thursday because we're not going to have campaigning, but I, I don't know. I, the, the way that uh, this ultimately came out, uh, I felt like that this was um, kind of a letdown considering how much was going on.
2: Mm-hmm. like like it's been like, like such a big story like everything that's been happening um around um Kyle's situation and michael and Brittany like um finally letting um everyone house guest knows uh what happened throughout the season with Kyle and um his um biases that has influenced imp- implement- imp- introduced the grain i don't know the worst um comma but like the fact that like we have so much that i want to get to i wanted to talk about i want to see especially because of how the feeds were acting this week like there's stuff i like personally want to see and i'm like okay so we're just relegating all of this to the last 15 minutes cool that's cute i guess it, mm-hmm. they, especially they, they if say you- well with me
3: Yeah, especially when you consider how much they didn't show for all of the previous weeks up until now. So it's Mm -hmm. like, well, we have a lot of catching up to do. I don't know if 15 minutes is going to do it. And, uh, you know, even the content alone this week, like there's so much to get to that. uh, I think I come in with a little bit of a low expectations on how they're going to handle it in general. So um, I am waiting to see how much we get tomorrow. But, yeah, I'm left desiring more of a complete story here.
0: Yeah, I felt like that we got Michael telling the and the retelling of uh, what Kyle said so many different times that I, I feel like. It, and if you wanted to show all that, like I feel like that we could have uh, like uh, paced the whole first episode of the episode. I know that the movie is paid for, oh, I, yeah. I know they're getting them, they're getting them, but I mean. But really, we didn't get into any of this until it was like 8.45 before we got there.
1: I think mm-hmm. they probably assumed that this was going to be a very boring week. Uh, and so they probably were like, well, let's use this for like the slip and slide veto, which is like usually takes a really long time to get like to have us watch mm-hmm. because they want us to see the falling. They want us to see the like slipping or whatever. And that's like a big hit. So there's that aspect of it couple that with the sponsored movie section. You know, you have to watch the whole trailer. You have to watch them reacting to the movie. You know, there's, like, a whole thing. So I feel like they were trying to put so much in into one episode that it just – I feel like we didn't get enough of, like, anything, really. So, Mm. I mean, I can't say I was fully happy with the way that the episode went. I mean, I guess, like – and I'll just say, like, I think – my biggest complaint was the way that they, I guess I wish that they had shown Brittany's conversation with Kyle in a flashback where she basically says like, look, do you see what you're saying? Like, do you see how that can be construed as like a race thing? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want that. But it is like that though, right? Like the cookout. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's like if we had just, seen that because at this point in the, like I'm basically convinced that the casual viewers are going to see this episode and think Kyle had no idea. He was looking at this from a race perspective. He was merely saying that the cookout form last year, there might be another cookout this year, which like on its face, like, yeah, that there might be another Alliance this year. Yes, you're right. But like the fact that he is insistent on grouping these people together, that, aren't working together that are clearly not working together. Like there's no logic behind it. There's no game motivation behind it. It's purely based on the cookout based on race. Like that's the, that's the problem. And I feel like we're not really getting that in the edit.
0: Additionally, also uh, they showed him say in the diary room, like I, I didn't do that. Uh, that, mm-hmm. that, 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 that didn't happen now. Right. Now as from, from what I understand, Like he has come around uh, since that Mm -hmm. time and and has and has talked about that. So I don't know why they would show him in the diary room saying that this was untrue.
1: It was also from a different moment in time. He wasn't wearing the blanket. He was not looking the same. He was sitting up straight. It was a very different diary room session. Like they clearly like imposed. He comes in with the blanket on like this. You see him at first bent down. They cut to somebody else. Then they cut back to Kyle and he's sitting up straight, not a red face, not an upset face, just like, hey, this wasn't the way I was thinking of it. And then you cut away, then cut back to him. He's got the blanket on and he's like, he's all sad. So like it was very they clearly wanted to put that in there. They wanted him saying, like, I wasn't thinking of it in this way. And like there's no proof in the episode that he was thinking of it in that way. Like, I feel like they didn't show that he was thinking of it that way when there, when we saw on the feeds that he actually was and was confronted about it. Obviously, maybe Brittany could have done a better job of confronting him about it. But she did say like, hey, like, do you see how this is sounding? Because that's the way it's coming across. And he he kept put he doubled down. He kept pushing it. So like, we didn't see that in the episode. So it looks like he mentioned something, Brittany and Michael, like, you know, go off in the corner, like, hmm, we have this evidence against him. We're going to use like it's blackmail. We're going to now use it when it's convenient to us. Oh, it's convenient to us now. We're going to use it. And I'm not saying that's like that they weren't using it for, for game reasons or whatever. But I am saying that the edit purely shows that they are taking something out of context. They're using something against him in a game motivated, you know, move. And that's that like and, and that's not that's not all it's very nuanced. That's not capturing all the sides of this. It's yeah. I don't know. It, I, I don't know.
2: Like, I, I think it goes back to what um, Scott Powell said earlier um, that they did not properly set this up um, throughout the c- season, like when it was happening properly. And so like just waiting um, to like throw this all at us, like n- um, it's like very po- in poor taste in my um, humble opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's like nice. Like I understand. Um, also like um i'm gonna have a different opinion i like that they um showed that he said um uh, oh this is not how i meant it um this is being misconstrued because i like um people to understand like yo just because you're not saying something overtly um problematic certain overtly racist like some issues like does not mean that there's still a problem behind it like does not mean that there's still an issue like because people do it all the time like they like have these like subtle sayings or subtle things that will say that like they can have plausible deniability. And just because you have plausible deniability, like does not be like, oh, that's not what I intended. It does not matter what you intended. Like there are certain impacts that you have, what you're saying. It has um, hurt and pain to the people. And I think I just want people to look at that and be like, Okay, whether or not Kyle meant it like that or not, because I do believe fullheartedly that he meant it like that. He said, like, oh, cookout 2.0. He said the um the why and all that stuff. Like he, I believe he meant it how um Michael and Brittany are um saying it to the house guests. Um but just because um you, you people need to like second yes like okay what am i saying why am i saying this and like it, does this have bad ramifications on other people am i harming other people when i make um, a comment like this why make a statement like that and i don't know if like big brother is going to like use this to show like oh pivoted to like a learning experience or something like that like i would love to have them pivot that saying to like okay look we as a society we need to look at ourselves more we need to look at what we do what we say and our actions and how it hurts people i don't know if i have faith in the show right now if they would do it but that's what i would like for them to do
3: Yeah. It's unfortunate. I think that it's like AJ said, like there are going to be people who uh, are going to say that he didn't know what he was doing or, um, that like it was not portrayed like exactly. I know that Kyle basically comes out of this, like being extremely defensive at first. And I'm assuming that we're going to see that play out on the show. And so I'm hoping that at that point we get flashbacks of him basically getting warnings from other house guests, but, uh, that still remains to be seen. Obviously, unfortunately, uh, with him basically spiraling after this and not taking accountability at first, I'm not super confident.
0: So, hmm. the show gave us a lot of the thought process of Michael in the episode. And, and I'm really interested to know uh, how we're feeling that we got Michael's diary rooms and got to hear, you know, uh, why Michael felt like. This was uh, the time that they needed to start to reveal this information. Uh, how do we think Michael came across on the episode?
2: I'll say personally, and I believe fullheartedly, this is a nuanced conversation. Like this is a nuanced point of view. Like, I like to think that uh, Michael's a good hearted and stuff like that. I like to believe he, like this truly was weighing on him. However, like the way I see, saw it, like, okay, um, uh, why am I holding this um, back for Kyle? Why am I not? um, Why are we not saying this um, to protect Kyle now? Like, that's cute that you want to protect Kyle. It's cute that you want to give him the benefit of doubt. I'm but you're saying you want to give this man the benefit of doubt the same season that Taylor's on, like the, the season that these people did not give the black woman any benefit of the doubt. Like she just walked and they said, you know what? No, you're the problem. So I don't like that you're saying the benefit of doubt. And like, from my point of view, like Michael, like at the end of the day, it seems like you didn't have a problem last week when you sent home Joseph, sent them out there, sent out Joseph and you over here, send out um, Jasmine. Like when you had time to like one-on-one time to talk to Terrence, not Terrence, um, Monty and Taylor about this, but now once Kyle comes back and now you're in the targeting line and now like, Oh, you're now that um, his biases is no longer helping you. Now it's the time that you want to um, go um, tell everyone about it. And like, Oh, my heavy heart. Like, it, it, like you would just basically open your, and I know they know this, but they opened themselves up to be like side-eyed by like me, like truly, full-heartedly. Like I would look at them, I want not say differently, but like I do look at them with a side eye because of how they push this. Mm-hmm.
3: I feel like, It was really telling when Michael even drops the line like, all right, well, what do we have to lose? And it's like Mm -hmm. they waited until the point where they don't have anything to lose. There were many weeks before this. They say two really started about four weeks ago Mm -hmm. where they were having these conversations. And the diary room needs a mouthpiece in the DR to really portray this because they don't have like a voiceover, like being able to just discuss these Mm -hmm. issues. So they were giving tips to Michael and Brittany and they had all the opportunity to go ahead and really push Kyle and say, like, this is wrong. Tell other people and say this is Mm wrong. but they decided not to because it didn't benefit their game at that time. And then now, the diary room is asking other people basically... Well, well, what is the timing of this, say, for Michael and Brittany? And that's now a storyline that they have to deal with because they didn't actually approach this on the right timeline.
2: Especially right. considering, like, listen, they're, they're over here like, okay, this is a bad thing. Now we have to go turn it with this and, like, hope he does the right thing with this information. Michael, you are HOH after this information. You've had this information. You could have done something with it, <laughs> but mm-hmm. you actively chose not to. Like, so yeah. I don't like this, like, moral high ground, like, stance there. Like. I don't like that they're using this for game because it feels full heartedly. They're using this for game when this like negative that hurts black people, um, people of color inside the house. Like this has had a negative impact. And like, honestly, this has a cloud over the season. Like I, I understand people like, oh, this um, there's been a lot of exciting fees and a lot of good stuff happens. And like, it's very, you've been glued and emotional. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm ready to wash my hands of the season. Like soon, I'm glad Joseph's were here. I'm glad Taylor was here. I'm ready to wash my hands because what we had in the first half and then the Kyle mess. And I'm just like tired of this. It's, it's like tiring for me.
0: Yeah, the part that really got me was when that Michael and Brittany are having the conversation with Taylor and Monty, and they look so—they're so upset when they're when they're getting this, and you know, like uh, I, I don't really get like uh, the feels from like these shows that we watch often, but that was like, that was uh, gut-wrenching to watch uh, them learn like, oh yeah, you thought you were playing this game. Well, like actually like uh, Mm -hmm. this is what people are saying about you. And both of them like, are you kidding me?
1: Especially with Monty too, because he thought he was really close with Kyle because of the pound. So the fact that that, was all like behind his back. Kyle was saying all this stuff and like lumping him in and some other alliance. Like when he's he's been working with them closely the entire time. I mean, they formed the pound before they formed the leftovers. So <laughs> it's just you can tell how upset they are by this. And I, I mean, I would be too. This is this is would be devastating to hear. And I think that you know, I, I think it's just it's it feels like. I don't know. I, I wish Michael and Brittany had said more to Kyle in the moment. Like if it was truly, and and obviously like, I'm, I am glad that they're bringing this to people's attention now. And like, you know, they're not totally, you know, evil or anything like that. Like, no, I'm just saying that like, if they truly believed like that, this was just like bad and uh, like morally and like on their hearts. And this was a purely like a pure of heart, like thing that they just wanted to like, you know, stop. Um, They would have brought it to Kyle's attention. The second he said this stuff more overtly than just like, Hey, do you hear all this sounds like optics? I don't know. Or like, Mm -hmm. we're talking to each other about it. And then being like, should we say something like this should have been an immediate, like Kyle, like they're not working together because look, we just put, put Terrence on the block. He's been on the block every single time. We're getting Jasmine out. They're not part of the leftovers. Like they have no connection with those, the other people in the house. So like, where are you getting this from aside from, like if you can give me game reasons for you thinking that this is like, if it's based in game, feel free to tell me those reasons. But if it's not based in game, like you really can't like harp on this. This can't be something you keep bringing up and then maybe bring it to other people's in the Alliance's attention. Right. Then mm. Don't yeah. wait till it's super convenient for you. And I know that it's like, you know, I'm sure people are going to be like mm. Turner. Like why is he only thinking this is game or whatever? Like, but it just, it's not great timing. Like, it's like, Oh, okay. Now that you're safe and off the block and now your friend is off the block. Like, and the fact that they kept talking about the game move part of it, like, you know, we should do it now. Cause what do we have to lose? Like, you know, yeah. Monty's going to go on the block. And then like Michael in the diary room talking about how, like, this is good for his game and stuff like that. Like, it makes it really clear that this was intended as a game move and not just, you know, Goodness
0: of the heart. Yeah, I thought that was kind of like the ickiest part of it where Michael says uh, basically like, hey... This is the moral thing to do. If this if this tanks my game, so be it. But like you you didn't say that when you were in the good position, like uh, right. th- th- like that wasn't like a thought like, uh, hey, this is the right thing to do. And if this and if this hurts my position in the game, well, mm-hmm. I'll be damned. But go, like uh, I have to do what's right. Like, no, like uh, like this was our, like, OK, I'm now in completely cornered here. But now, OK. Oh, what about that thing? Okay. Yeah. Uh, because you you had the whole week last week mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. that you did Michael and Brittany. That what a better time to tell Taylor and Monty when it was when it was a ja- you tell Jasmine too. To, 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 you know why why not mm-hmm. go? Uh, you you had the whole the whole weekend. It's like oh wait oh no. Uh, it, uh, only after not only just Turner wins HOH, mm-hmm. but only after like oh yeah Michael is going to get backdoored this week,
3: mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: and then. There are a lot of people that were then saying, oh, well, Michael and Brittany were both safe because Michael won the veto. So this wasn't actually to benefit their games. It was to benefit Taylor's. But no, this was discussed before the veto was even played. This was purely deciding how to come at it based on how the veto went. Like they were always going to expose Kyle because they realized Kyle turned on them. And that's Mm -hmm. the only reason in which this became relevant for them all of a sudden. If Joseph had come back and the leftovers were holding strong at this point, this information doesn't get revealed this week. Like Michael and Brittany are probably still sitting on it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The fact that they kept bringing up like, well, let's see what happens with the veto. Like before we say anything, like why would that matter if this was just about, you know, revealing information that you thought would be like, you know, important morally. Like it just, it, the Some of the comments were just a little like, okay, like, why, though? Like, why does it matter about the veto? And the fact that they kept bringing up to Turner, like, this is really bad for our game to tell you this. But – and it's like, wait, why is that bad for your game? Like, that's mm-hmm. good for your game, actually. So, like, where – you can't convince me it's bad for your game just by saying it a lot of times, you know?
2: Like, the, the way they talk about – um this as like it's a nuclear option like it, like if it was like really moral like they didn't want, were like well there was like little tiny pushback not as much as they were like touting in the episode like themselves like how much they were pushing back it was like at most minute um uh, pushback but like when we, they said it they was like you know what i don't like the optics comma but this 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 thing with alyssa this could be good for us like listen we need to separate them that's how for our games it could it could be um beneficial if we just keep letting this go and I really feel like this did not have to be as big of a deal if Michael and Brittany would like shut this down earlier. And Mm -hmm. I understand, I understand. Uh, Listen, talking about um, racial issues Like, that's like, that's a touchy subject. I understand like, it's like not easy to be like, okay, how am I supposed to approach this conversation? Uh, But you don't approach the conversation by like not having it. (laughs) You don't approach Mm -hmm. the conversation by being like, you know what, let's just let this play out. Like, that's not how you approach the conversation. Like you just go in and um, try to shut down. And I believe Kyle would have like, at least shut it down verbally because like you saw like Alyssa was like no this what i didn't know about this guy wasn't going to me about this turn was like no so like michael and Brittany, you had the cards you held the hand and you could have played it you could have told monty you have multiple outs you have multiple ways you could have done this except for like this nuclear option now
0: and correct me if i'm wrong but mm. that i believe like at the time when they heard this like um mike michael and Brittany, they did not believe this but they they were kind of hoping that Kyle would get into power, correct? Mm-hmm. And, and 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 take a shot based on his theory. They
1: that, were that's playing a, the middle.
0: They and they were going to then yeah. come in uh, come in after the fact, after you know K- Kyle was going to take a, a mm. shot at, and I, and I believe this is also the same week that uh, Michael was considering taking the shot at Monty, correct?
1: they were trying to play the middle and they were feeling really good about their spot. And they knew that if they shared this information, then that would blow up their whole playing the middle thing. I mean, I I'm not trying to say that they didn't, they didn't, or that they thought that what Kyle was saying was right, or that they didn't feel like a moral like thing about it. Cause they did talk about it with each other and say like, that's wrong. They, they Mm -hmm. talked about it with Kyle. They, they, you know, cryptically were like, you know what you're saying, right? Um, while maybe not uh, directly telling him like, don't say that stuff. Um, so like they did have a bad feeling. I don't want to sit there and say like, oh, now they're pretending to have a bad feeling. Like they really did not no, like what
0: they, Kyle was they They knew it was all along. They knew this was uh, the, right. wrong, the, wrong, the wrong thing. But I, I do think like, that at the time they were like, yeah. like what? it
2: makes it worse. Like the fact that they knew this was the wrong thing yeah. and they still let it play out. It's like, like, but that, it, it out.
0: might help us.
2: Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: And so like, to be, to be fair, they're sitting there saying like, you know, this was a big weight on them. And like, I I can understand a situation where you're like, you feel uncomfortable, like bringing it up or like, you don't feel like it's your place to say something or maybe or something. I don't know. Like I, I can't get in their, their minds in this particular situation. So like, I don't want to sit there and lay all the blame on them when Kyle was the one who initially was saying the problematic stuff Mm -hmm. to begin with, but you know, the episode really harped on the fact that like this is a game move and they're doing this for game under the guise of like trying to do the right thing
3: Mm -hmm. yeah we've had many many times on many seasons where people see something and say like oh this is wrong but this is also a game and it benefits me and i'm going to gain something by allowing this to happen and i think ultimately that's where michael and britney were when they said like well if he Takes out Monty or Joseph, and then we can then strike back at Kyle. Then like it will be good. It's like no, that's not how this works.
2: Like mm-hmm. like I agree, Melissa. Like uh, with the fact that yo, listen, Kyle is like the the worst of them all because he's the one that's like saying the things. That he's the one that wants to push um, this narrative. Like he's letting his, he's the one letting his biases uh, come through. And like that is bad, and that is bad on Kyle. And like listen. I have, I'm ready to talk bad about Kyle. Um, I'm ready to, but but like also it, when looking at like Michael and Brittany, like that's just so nice for them that they like had this opportunity to get to play the middle because they're white, because they were not having to be one of the people of color, because the people of color, Michael, not Michael, Monty, um, Taylor, um, Joseph, they didn't have this opportunity, like mm-hmm. solely because of how they were born. They were born um, having melanated skin. And like, that is like very like, icky to me like like I don't care about your good position I get it you want to play a game you want to win this big brother You, you dreamed about this Michael Brittany both big super fans uh but there's just a lot I feel like there are just things that like could be above game uh and, but this is not one of them because t- Taylor walked in as a black woman that has impacted Monty, like everything, like me personally, everything I do in my life, like it is that with an overtone or undertone with the fact that I am a black person. I am a black man doing this. Like, and I wish I truly do wish like that did not have to um, impact how I see things or how um, I get to walk through life. But the straight fact that it does. And the fact that Monty does not get to play the game, big brother, like a Kyle could, the fact that Taylor does not get to play a game like, um. If Brittany could, like the fact that, like even after this initiative to get more people of color into the game, after like the mission that the cookout had, like you still have to enter the house as a person of color and like look behind your back because there could be a um, a white person just like Kyle that be like, uh uh-uh. uh, y'all could all connect up and we ain't gonna have that this season. Like, it, like it it hurts, it sucks, and I don't like it when whether it is avert overtly or or inadvertently, whether you think it's good or whether you think it's bad. I don't want to sit here and be like, you get a pass because you thought it was morally wrong, but you did. You still get to do this. You don't get to do this. You don't get to do this. It's not okay. And I don't want people walking into the Big Bird House in the future to look at this situation and be like, listen, if as long as I say it's morally wrong, I'm in the clear, I'm in the good. No, that's not what I want you to do. I want you to see something. I want you to say something and I want you to like speak up about it. And like I have a co, I have a coworker, right? Who's like, listen, I don't know what to say when you bring up these race conversations, AJ, or like, oh, I'm scared to talk about this because I'm scared I might say the wrong thing. That's that's not what I hear. I don't want people to fear talking about race. I don't want people to fear talking about these stuff. So just, you should be okay and open to having these conversations. You're it's not gonna be perfect. You're not gonna say the right things. Like that's how it goes. But like we need to have these conversations in order to learn, to order to grow from these things. Like we only be better when we're open to like these different views, these different viewpoints, these different experiences. And like you like running away from the conversation in the game um in real life. That's not how you make a better society. Like I would love to live in the best version of America a society as I possibly can, but like we have to like be able to confront our issues, be able to speak to it finally, whether or not you're speaking to a person of color or whether you're just two white people talking, y'all should be able to be okay to talk to about this conversation and not be afraid you might say the wrong thing because we all we've all stepped in it, all every single one of us we said the wrong thing at some point in time. But mm-hmm. you know what we do? We learn from our what we our mistakes. We grow from our mistakes and we be like we are not going to do that again.
0: Yeah really incredible but for for michael brittany i feel like it wasn't even like oh we don't we don't want to talk about this because we might say the wrong thing or it was, it, it was just like no like like uh, like actually uh we're gonna take this and we're gonna just like uh let's just uh pocket this and then maybe there's a time when we can uh like uh take this out later on in the game and uh have this to expose not even like that it was like a struggle for them to have the conversation
2: that's how they're presented to Taylor and Monty yeah. when they're talking to them. That's how they're presented to Alistair. Yes. Like, Yo, listen, yes. we had a tough time. And if that's the narrative that you want to push, that's not the okay narrative to push in my book. Full stop. Mm-hmm. Like, And, and also, be, be a buck 100 with it. Like, if this is what you're going to do with it, be like, listen, this is what I was doing. I know now I shouldn't have done this. That was wrong, wrong with me. I would have more respect for them if they did did like that, <laughs> like end of the day. But instead of still trying to like make themselves look up as good as a good guy as you possibly can. Like, n- no, y- y- listen, you human, you-, you slip up. And this was a slip up, Brittany and Michael. and But mm-hmm. that's okay. Like I, you can grow for this. I'm, I'm not like being like, oh, screw you, Michael, Brittany, get you fired and all that stuff. No, no, that's not it. But I want you to grow, learn from this and lo- know how you stepped in it and how you can be better afterwards.
0: Yeah. I think that's an important distinction also because I, I, you know, I I don't want to turn like the whole thing into like a total pile on uh, Michael and Brittany, but I think it's it's important to, you know, keep having the conversation about like uh, how what, what they did was hurtful. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not that, you know, OK, uh, they are I, again, I can't tell you I, I tell anybody how to watch the show. I, I don't think that they are villains now, mm-hmm. but I no. think that they uh, that they, 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 they like, re, you know, are trying to present this in a way of like, hey, we're sort of the heroes here in this story. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of muddy
2: like the hurt from Monty's eyes was not from the fact that Michael and Britney told him it was from the fact that Kyle this man that he thought he was good with he thought he was boys with this man mm-hmm. and yet at the end of the day all Monty knows that was all BS at the end of the day just because I was a black man and this white man did not give me the chance today this white man did not give me the time of day to express myself and like work with him how I wanted to and like that that's disgusting like full, full stop and like Kyle like when I saw him upset in that room, I'm not gonna lie, I had no sympathy for that man. Because what you've done has hurted the, the people of color throughout this game. Like what you just because now you get to see like, your actions have repercussions. Like that's what actions do. That's the purpose of an action. Like, do you not understand that? <laughs>
0: But you know, who else had no sympathy for Kyle? I think that uh, the people, the producers, uh, but he went into the diary room and he's blanketing and they put on the screen, Kyle, unemployed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, please, you don't need to try and find his employer to get him fired. Like, he doesn't have one. You're good. I'm like, please, Twitter. <laughs> like, that's been fixed already. Don't worry about it. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I know. It's just, it's it's so tricky and I just I do feel so bad for Monty and Taylor like in this situation and like you know because it makes you question was anything that I was talking about with Kyle real like was my relationship with Kyle real at all like I thought we had a connection and even like when Taylor in the diary room was like we had a really good alliance going and because Mm -hmm. you thought we were working together like you've ruined that. And like, we, you had something really good. And because you couldn't like see past, you know, color or whatever, like you ruined that whole thing. And and it's true. The leftovers were amazing. The people loved the leftovers. It was one of the most diverse alliances we've had on this show ever. And they were so popular. I mean, everyone was rooting for the leftovers. And because of Kyle thinking these things, it, it ruined it. It like, Mm -hmm. you know, it just, it killed it. And it makes me very sad that that's the case. Cause you know, I really was rooting for the leftovers, you know?
3: Yeah. It's, I mean, Kyle was doing well in the game, despite all of this, like this never helped Kyle in the game. And like, he thought that it might, and it might help other people in the future. Like if they, you know, act on like biases and like, they may get ahead and that's not what should happen, obviously, but this is not ultimately uh, what was making Kyle like successful and then it all came fumbling down like he was already good and this got in the way he screwed up his entire game and hopefully people realize that uh, moving forward and uh, can really figure it out I don't know it sucks I'd like to talk about
0: the Alyssa part of this. uh, we got to see in the episode uh where uh Michael and Brittany have the conversation with alyssa uh mm-hmm. and you know if if there haven't been enough uh you know bad surprises along the way for her <laughs> this season uh, but, uh that, hey, do you know that mm-hmm. Kyle kind of had like a like a kind of like a racist plan yeah. uh did did he ever mention that to you now? This she's being truthful. Correct. Kyle did. Kyle never did talk about this idea with Alyssa. Correct.
1: Not like, that I saw.
2: She's talked about he's talked about with her like, oh, me, you, Michael, um, right. Brittany. But isn't like he never brought up like the extent that he did with Brittany and Michael.
1: Yeah. yeah, he never brought up like, oh, I think these other people are working together like not Not that I saw. Maybe there was like a conversation that I wasn't aware of, but not that I saw. So I don't think she's lying here. Um, and I also thought that the edit kind of made, I, I think she reacted in a more, um, well, she definitely reacted in a more emotional way on the feeds, mm-hmm. um, on the edit, it made it look like she was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then goes to Kyle being like, he's like, you don't believe this, do you? And she's like, no, but in the actual moment on the feeds, she's crying and saying like, this is horrible. I can't believe like he, he did this, but she believes that it happened. So like the fact that. He's asking her about it and the edit just shows her being like, yeah, no, I don't believe it. Makes it seem not, I don't know. It just doesn't make her look as good, I guess, as like, she mm-hmm. was really impacted by this when she saw it. I mean, to the mm-hmm. point where she wanted to break up with him.
3: Yeah, So good you know, call. I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, the, they're kind of... Back together now. I
3: don't know. Yeah. I think that's yes. the thing, is that, like, sure, Alyssa says, like, well, yes. this is something that I would never want to be a part of, but does very frequently fold as soon as she's around Kyle. And, like, yeah. they are back to buddy-buddy throughout the rest, you know? Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I've noticed what Alyssa, like, throughout the season. Like, if, like, something, like when it came to the Taylor, um, with this, she was like, uh, I wasn't, I don't want to be part of this. This is not my jam and stuff like that. When it came to the Taylor situation earlier, like at first she participated, but she's like, no, this is okay. I don't want to be a part of this. Um, uh, I think Alyssa's like, is like in a good place. She, she comes with a good heart. She comes with a, from a good place. I do bleak that, uh, full but, um, I think Alyssa could also be like a lesson being like, listen, uh, listen. Speaking up louder, even if you like do not have the support to do it, because I feel like Alyssa only does stuff like when she um has the support of someone else to um do something, and it, it, it's going to be in, often uncomfortable to stand by yourself. It, but when you believe you're standing in truth and right, like it's okay if you're standing uh up for, up for yourself or speaking out, because like history's on your side. Like things will work out for you in the end of the day. Like I believe, like even if it's like crap right now, I believe the Earth has the w- way to like make things right for you, and like will um um bless you for what you have do- for what you've
0: done <laughs> uh we'll see if uh melissa is blessed at the end of any of this oh, uh I
2: know, but i don't know <laughs> she might
0: be blessed yeah. for something but i don't know about that yeah uh yeah that's
2: another story
0: That's another story. <laughs> um is there anything else that we want to say about, uh, about this or should we talk about uh, some of the other uh, things that were covered uh, in the episode tonight?
1: Um, I guess we can talk about the others. Yeah. Be I mean, I'm like- sure more will be covered tomorrow, you know, mm-hmm. on the episode. I mean, I hope at least they have like, it sounded like they were going to show like the big house meeting and I'm interested to see what happens there. Um, I think like, Overall, I'm nervous about the edit, but I also feel like it was so complicated. everything that went down. it's really hard for them to like show everything while also making a coherent narrative. I mm-hmm. have my parents currently watching the show, so I mean, I'm waiting to hear what they have to say mm-hmm. about it. Um, I'm I'm a little worried about the edit. if I'm being honest, I mm-hmm. think it's gonna make it look like, Michael and Brittany are purely doing this for game and they're making it seem like Kyle yeah. said something, but he did not intend that at all. And he's like innocent in this and they're framing him. And well, I'm, I'm very worried about that.
0: You know, Big Brother mm-hmm. is always going to like uh, try to keep the hands clean of the person who is looking like the front runner. Like, mm-hmm. They are they are never going to like make their way and and then if like it ended up in a situation where you know Michael was on the block and it looked like he was going home, then they'll pile on, make him look bad. Mm-hmm. But I think right now, I think they see Michael as the presumptive favorite to win the season, and you know they're they're not going to do anything to make him look bad. And, and there were pl- plenty of other things to make Michael look good in this episode that we'll talk about with mm-hmm. the veto. Uh, but I don't think that they're going to do uh, a- anything to try to like uh, make him look bad when he is the frontrunner right now yeah. mm-hmm. I'm worried
1: that they made him look really bad in this episode I don't know yeah, I feel that, like that's I true, but, yeah,
2: like, but you knew ooh.
0: everything like uh, I think if you, if you didn't know as much as you do I don't think that you would think that he looked as bad
2: like I thought he got a nice edit like full stop really like, I was like, thinking he
1: was looking so bad because it just all seemed so calculated and and it all seemed like he was like, like weaponizing race. And it was like, Oh, this doesn't look good. And I don't even necessarily think that that is what was going on on the feeds. Like, I think they made it worse than what it looked like on the feeds.
3: I don't, I don't think it was worse. I, don't I feel know like, <laughs> I, don't know. I feel like what he did was bad and he got a slightly <laughs> bad edit. <laughs> like, and so, I mean, okay. Yeah.
1: I, okay. Maybe I was just like reading too much into it or like trying to get in the mindset of like a casual viewer, but like, I don't know. It just seemed it seemed not great from my perspective mm-hmm. i don't know like and i feel like it's so it's tough because it's like
4: mm-hmm.
1: nobody acted completely right in any of this at all like nobody mm-hmm. nobody i don't know and it's hard because it's like i I really hope they do a good job tomorrow with like the episode and like showing like the conversation and hopefully like people learn from this i mean hopefully obviously hopefully kyle learns from all this hopefully you know michael and Brittany can learn Hmm. too like you know when something happens like step up right away you know say something whatever whatever they their lesson needs to be like i do hope that like Tomorrow's episode can be more about like, okay, everyone come together and learn from this situation and not make this about like, oh, well, we're mad at the cookout because now look what's happened. And it's just like, I, I really don't want that at all yeah, from no. the casual perspective.
3: Yeah. Yeah that's the only reason that I have a little bit more faith that maybe the episode will go a little better tomorrow because like Rob said, they protect people who are doing well, but will throw people under the bus as they are leaving the house. Mm -hmm. And so I think we might be getting a couple more Kyle flashbacks. Uh, like if, especially if he tries to claim like he did an episode, this episode of like, well, race never crossed my mind and they Mm -hmm. were making it a race thing. And, uh, hopefully we get some things that, uh, show what he was actually saying throughout this. Yeah.
2: I, I assume uh, we'll talk more about the, uh, the the meeting and stuff later on, and the spoiler sessions and the, the fallout and stuff like that. But I, I will say from this episode, like for something that's like a problem that Kyle has caused, a mess that Kyle has made, bad things that Kyle has said, Kyle was really relegated to the background um, for this entire thing. And like I know we talked harped a lot on Michael and Brittany because they were, I believe, they were the people in the front foreground. I was like, we need to like make sure we know that what they're doing is wrong but like i really need to harp on the fact that like listen kyle it's it's problematic what you're saying and i understand your background i understand like um where you come from and like your interactions and your viewpoints and i do wish the best for you like i am very hurt by what you the stuff you've done in the season and stuff like that but like i really hope that um i really want to harp on the point though that Kyle, you were, you are the worst of the worst of them all right now in my book. And I believe like, I don't know what you're, what's coming towards you, but like, I believe you need to take what's coming to you. Like to reasonable doubt. Like I, you don't deserve anything like evil to happen to you, like full stop. But you, the repercussions to what you're asking, I believe you need to um take it and I hope you learn and grow from it. Like, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, that was disgusting. That was gross. And I I can't wait to get you off my screen. I cannot wait until Friday when you're done off the, off the, off the, the show. Full stop. Yeah. <laughs>
3: And yeah. yes, TikTok will serve you what you know and what you already are interacting with. But with a man as online as Kyle is and really anyone with access to the Internet, like you can do your own research and you can educate yourself. And mm-hmm. uh, obviously he has not done that before coming in the house. So I don't feel that bad.
1: I think like I think part of and I know I keep like harping on this thing, but I just wish they had showed the Brittany conversation with Kyle where she explains to him like, hey, yeah. This looks bad that you're saying this. Do you? But that wasn't a previous
0: episode, right?
1: I, yes. I, I don't know. I don't know. I what believe it? it was. Yeah. Well, then
2: you know. But I do
1: wish they had like re-shown someone telling Kyle, like, "Hey, this isn't right," or having someone mm. tell Kyle in the moment. I, they're not working. I don't think they're working together. But are is is Monty really close with Jasmine? Like you know, like asking these like strategic questions because I'm so worried. Then I and I know this might just be my worriedness coming out, but like I'm very worried that like the casual viewer is gonna see this as like. I could say something that I don't think is racist, but then it's interpreted as being racist and I, Oh no, now I'm canceled. you know, that stupid, like the whole, like mm. I'm canceled now because I said, a, I made a mistake and no one will give me, you know, the grace to, to make a mistake and to talk about race. I'm so worried that the people are not going to see this as like, and and I think this all comes down to tomorrow's episode. Like, is this a learning experience where everyone's like, Hey Kyle, like, and the thing is, we haven't seen the house meeting, so we don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm hoping that it's a situation where it's like, hey, Kyle, like, here's where you went wrong. And him being like, oh, no, I did go wrong there. Mm-hmm. I'll do better. And everyone's saying, like, great, we're all going to do better here because I'm just I hate the idea of like people using this as an excuse to be like cancel culture or whatever. And like. It's cancel vulture accountability you know it's like people being held accountable so i i just i'm that's why i'm like waiting for my parents to like tell me like what they thought of the episode hmm. because like i want to know how it's coming across and i'm sure like people are looking on facebook right now and getting like the full rundown i'm yeah we don't need to do that sympathetic yeah. to kyle on
2: facebook and, right now but,
1: which doesn't surprise me but <laughs> you know I,
2: I I feel, I feel like um, I'm sorry I'm sorry but I do feel like your worries uh, Melissa like they're they're valid like the fact the sole fact that we did not even get to see this house meeting like they could genuinely portray this any type of way and mm-hmm. like at least it, like in the past when we see house meetings or anything if we saw some like things that did not add up we could come on the podcast and be like yo th- this wasn't 100 what happened but the <laughs> fact that they like uh, mm-hmm. hid this hid that from us the livey viewers like now like even if whatever they show. I'm gonna be like, okay, but is this a full story? I don't know if, are they trying to protect someone? What is their agenda, the way they're um, portraying this? So I get um, your worries, Melissa. I'm sorry,
3: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. No, not at all. Um, I feel like they're just always going to be people who are going to be crying, cancel culture at any moment in time. And so like, unfortunately that's a reality. But uh, Monty and Taylor, like as soon as they found out, they were saying like, yeah, this is the world we live in. And like, Mm -hmm. we've had this happen before. And like, it's not surprising here, other experiences that we've been through. And Taylor even says like, if there's anyone that can act on this information, it's the two of you. And that's because they were the closest to the information and actually witnessed Mm -hmm. it but also because they are going to speak to a white hoh and they are white and a white audience and an older white audience and they are going Mm -hmm. to be listened to much more than when monty and taylor are talking about it in the diary room
2: so i'll also say if like you do something problematic that hurts the community um like physically emotionally whatever like don't be sitting here like expecting grace. At the end of the day, don't be sitting here expecting like everything's gonna be kumbaya and happy and oh thank goodness. Like you've done damage, and you doing damage, it has impacts on on um people like days on in, months on in, years on it. Like you don't know how many times like things that happened years ago um to me like still impacts me today. Like so, what you do is serious, and if you don't get that grace um that like others have been granted, like boo-hoo like i'm like i'm not gonna say i have sympathy for you like you cause damage like so sit in what you've done like so that's how i feel yeah but i like grace I, grace is great i love to give great things and she's also a great podcaster <laughs> yes, <laughs> <of
4: course.
3: laughs> this episode is brought to you by snapple
4: That's chumbacasino.com.
5: No purchase necessary. DW Void. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
4: Tomorrow
0: night will be eviction night. Um, you know, there was talk of whether Kyle would self-evict. Uh, the powers that be, and I guess the house guests, have convinced Kyle to stay. This will be a very unusual eviction night on uh, Thursday. First, uh, the live audience has been back. Does Kyle yeah. come out to? Does Kyle come out to cheers? Do they tell the audience like, okay, uh, we're actually gonna just like uh, like golf clap for Kyle?
1: Uh, I think part of it will depend on what the episode shows. Like, I guess so, mm-hmm. you know. But then I yeah. also think that it won't matter because I think they've like really beefed up like security in terms of like making sure that the people who are there are like, you know being polite and not booing because I guess, had but the, does years. the show
0: want to show a crowd of people cheering for Kyle when he comes out of the house on Thursday? Well, um, I
1: think they're going to edit it in a way that makes like, it look like everyone's learning. Oh, uh, he, yeah, yes, we'll see. Yes. But okay. I, I don't know.
2: Want them to let him boo. I want them to boo. <laughs> I want them to boo that man. And I want them to, this to be a lesson to future people and people at home being like, yo, this was not okay. And like, We, um, Big Brother and the people that watch this are acknowledging this is bad and we are like okay with this because listen, they made a lot of um, interactions before in the past, but... I I really need people to understand, hammer home, like, yo, the severity of this situation that is happening. Like, the fact that we are 47 minutes into this podcast, and we haven't even talked about the first half of the episode. Like, and this Mm -hmm. is serious. This is very serious.
0: Yeah, I, I am concerned, like, as we're talking it through, like, I do feel like that. I wonder if Thursday's episode might be sort of like the salvation of Kyle, like where that he he learns his lesson and comes out of the house and basically says, you know, uh, sort of like uh, that that they s- sort of tried to paint this picture, like in Survivor Game Changers, uh, like mm. we all, all in that one tribal council with Jeff Farner. Of like, oh, my God. Uh, like, I realized like, uh, like, uh, what a fool I am. I can't believe it. Uh, but it feels like that those types of things can be short lived because mm. then, um, you know, you sort of like say it to get through the moment. And then ultimately, it it didn't matter, uh, and I'm a little worried that's what Thursday's episode could look like.
2: Like, mm-hmm. if I tell you, like, I, I get it. Um, a redemption arc. What I prefer to see over a redemption arc, I prefer to see, um, Monty Anything. talk, Taylor talk, Terrence talk, how this impacted them, how this um hurts them, or how um they are going to move forward with this information, how um what Kyle's done directly hurt them, because I I don't want to see like um. The white man do something bad to people of color, but oh, we must forgive the white man. <laughs> like that's not what I want to see. I want to see um, the people of color be like, this hurts. This is why it hurts. And if they want to give him grace, be, it's plain to Be like, this is why I want to give Kyle grace. Like give. Like put I don't want the microphone on Michael or Brittany or um, Kyle. I want Taylor to have the microphone. I want Monty to have the microphone, and I want them to control the narrative on what, how this plays out um, from the show point of view.
0: Also. Kyle will talk to Julie on Thursday night, uh, and that will be, I'm sure, a very interesting interview uh, to see uh, how that goes. Mm-hmm. And I could see that go. Uh, I could see that going uh, one of two ways, where you know, like we've seen Julie in the past, famously uh, with Aaron, mm-hmm. uh, Jack, and BB21, uh, where Julie does like a hard hitting interview with somebody but I also could see like if they do the redemption story of like Julie talking about like forgiveness and how uh, mm-hmm. she could she could go in some different directions. so uh, that's going to be a big part of the story I think for Thursday night's episode as well but-
1: yeah mm-hmm. I feel- oh, go ahead. you got it I just, I feel like the show is not interested in like villainizing Mm. Kyle. Like I think they're interested in having this be like a teachable moment. You could tell by the end with the voiceover Mm -hmm. where it's like a very special and it was like after school special type Mm -hmm. voiceover. I think The same
0: guy who's like, it was Joseph's amazing abs.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, exactly. No, I think, I think they're going to use this as like, this is a teachable moment. Like we're all going to like sit down, have a powwow. Like people are going to share their experiences. Kyle's going to cry. He's going to say, sorry or whatever I have no idea what happened Mm -hmm. you know meeting but I think like he'll come out and Julie will probably like question him about like she's not I don't think it's going to be like hard-hitting like you know, you're, you're evil, blah, blah, blah. I think yeah, it's going to be did like, you,
0: what did you learn? Yeah. Like now. what have you
1: learned? Like you, this is a situation where you've been put in a house with people that you never have, you know, would have experienced before in like Utah or whatever. And like, <laughs> like, how has that changed you? How are you going to go out in this house? Like a, like a new man or whatever. Like, I, I feel like it's going to be about that. Maybe about like the showmance or something. Like I don't think it's going to be like Julie an loves love. situation at all here. I mean, I don't think that they're not like teeing it up for Mm -hmm. that. I think they're teeing it up for like a Kumbaya. We're all learning thing. Like Mm
2: -hmm. I I love a teaching lesson. I love a teaching lesson. I love redemption, but um, also redemption, growth, learning, learning, it's not a day thing. It's not an episode thing. It is a long process. It is a long process that will take Kyle way after this up um, season 24 ends, like for me to know if he's truly changed or if he's truly grown as a person. And so like, just trying to be like, okay, I would like to wrap this story in a neat bow. I understand you're a television show. You gotta do what you do, comma, but that's not how, that's not what reality is. That's not what this is. And I don't want you to like, you know, wrap this in a neat bow, bow and then like six months later, Kyle's on here on like the internet streets, TikTok, wilding out. Like, that's not what i want to see
1: well i mean we heard daniel come out of the house like i'm you know taylor's a great girl i i'm mm-hmm. gonna watch the feeds and learn from this and blah 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 and now he's like you're
0: all a bunch of bozos like, a bunch who's of a player cl- you're, you're a clown and, uh-huh. welcome and to the, the clown like show sitting
1: there like bashing taylor on every single instagram live mm-hmm. he does or whatever like and, mm. and so i don't know if I, he clearly hasn't learned anything. So I don't know, you know, I think you're right on that, that like learning, it's not just like you have a conversation with someone you get Mm. like, you know, made fun of online. And then all of a sudden, like you're a new person, like Mm -hmm. it's, it's an internal thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, hopefully Kyle is taking this to heart and is like, you know, trying to like learn and grow. And maybe that'll be a new thing for him. I mean, Mm -hmm. I hope.
0: But I do think it is part of like, I, I think he goes into the, the the diary room. He wants to leave. And they're like, no, 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 no. The, the, trust us. This story is going <laughs> so to be this huge. is going to be like a, you're going to your your growth story. People are going to people are going to love it, Kyle. Like, oh, you think so? Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Trust us. Trust us. We got this. So uh, I, I would not be surprised if that is like what they told him to keep him in the house mm-hmm. the rest of the week and not throw off uh the whole like eviction schedule uh so well it
1: did seem like he went into the diary room and clearly he was saying like i i didn't mean this at all that wasn't my intention but then he comes out of the diary room and is like maybe it was rooted in race like i'm so sorry mm-hmm. like you know crying fe- be feeling bad like saying like that this is like a learning thing for him yeah. that he's led a privileged life like him saying all that stuff does line up with your theory of like he goes in the diary room, like, I'm out of here, there's a big problem, and yeah. then them being like, No, 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 like, you're gonna learn from this, and then we're gonna make it into a whole story. The so, more like, we're talking
0: it like, through, the more I feel like that that's what tomorrow yeah. night's
3: episode is gonna be. Yeah, yeah. oh, for I sure. definitely think so, yeah. and I feel like because. Yeah. Kyle has been on a tour of conversations within the house, but mm-hmm. the first reaction was definitely being defensive. And I think yeah. especially when people come out to such a large amount of negative attention that amplifies the reaction to be defensive. And so very worried, like even if we were then were to get this redemption arc and then see a 180 all of a sudden, because it's too hard for your brain to actually process that, like you could be this disliked and have done so bad, <laughs> but he has to deal with it.
0: Okay. Should we talk about uh, the? Uh, we don't need to go through like beat by beat of the episode, but I do think there were some things uh, to hmm. talk about um, pre veto. Uh, a- anything of 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 note that anybody saw?
1: Feel like I literally don't
0: remember what happened. uh, This episode really set up. Okay, so really, I mean, really, we got into like Hmm. all of the like uh, drama of all this. uh, Like right before we got to the veto drama, you know, Michael has a conversation with Kyle. Uh, We see Michael and Brittany really uh, Hmm. starting all this, Uh, and uh, you know, Michael like uh, is already thinking about this. Hey, there's no reason to protect Kyle anymore. And you know, not not talking about like, hey, like there's no reason to like. uh, Today's the day we should do what's right. They're saying like, there's no reason to protect Kyle. Uh, And so they start saying like, hey, well, let's just see how the veto goes before we do we do anything rash. We get to the veto draw. Mm -hmm. I thought this was maybe the most dramatic veto draw in the history Mm -hmm. of the show. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is wild. I can't believe Michael got picked. I mean, this is. Huge, huge, because otherwise he was going home. Like, there's yeah. no way.
0: Like, Michael has his back against the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turner picks Alyssa. Taylor picks Monty. Looks like Michael could be sitting out. And then it's Brittany, of all people, mm-hmm. who draws the Michael chip.
1: Yep. And that's crucial for her because he's the one who would use the veto on her. Whereas I don't know if anyone else would. So, you know, I mean, that that's huge for sure.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I wanted to say like like how bad Turner was at trying to convince Michael that um Michael was not <laughs> the back door. Like how bad he was, like at the end, Michael's like, kid come on yeah he's like Mm -hmm. i know you're not slick yeah i don't i don't know which one of
3: them i want to go home and i don't even know if i do want one of them to go home but not you not you definitely not you (laughs) (laughs) but then who what do you mean there are seven people that you can target in this house left you are quickly running out
2: (laughs) if the two people you put up are not the people you want gone who Hmm. is it (laughs)
0: So we get to uh, our veto competition. We come outside for a movie theater and we are going to find out about the movie Bros, okay? Yes, Uh, that's
1: a good one that they got to watch. I'm so jealous. I really want to see that movie.
0: Now, Melissa- That was one of the few
1: ones that I was like, oh, okay, I would want to see that. Most of the time it's like, oh dear evan hansen never watch that movie yeah (laughs) wouldn't no that one no so this is a this was a good one for sure i was very very (laughs) uh,
0: (laughs) jealous melissa uh, Alyssa came outside and said these movie posters these are the greatest movies of all time that uh, they had the posters for
1: (laughs) uh the only poster i saw was knocked up but what else was on there (laughs) (laughs) i really didn't even see
0: Uh, i see what you're doing yeah uh, <laughs> good one, Melissa.
1: It's true, though. <laughs> <laughs> all,
0: right. Uh, all right, all right. Anyway. Let's. Uh, should we talk about Bros? Yeah.
1: Uh, well, it looked really good, and I want to see it. I love Billy Eichner. I Billy, feel
0: like I'm Billy Eichner, Luke McFarlane
1: i am very excited to see that movie i love judd apatow movies and uh mm-hmm. you know he they, there's a lot of good ones in there i loved Trainwreck. they said it was by the producers or whatever Trainwreck wreck knocked up forgetting sarah marshall those are all great movies so yeah okay. i am very interested in seeing this movie
0: hmm okay yeah. i don't know
1: if the clips looked all that funny
0: if yeah, I'm being honest,
1: <laughs> but the movie itself, like the concept, is good, and like the trailer I saw of it was good. So I mean, not the ones necessarily that I saw today, but you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm, it's yeah. Good reviews. I don't
3: know. <laughs> I never watch trailers because, especially for comedies, I feel like they put all the best jokes in them. And uh, yeah. I'm a little worried about Bros <laughs> if that's the case here. Oh uh,
2: God, I,
4: hope they
3: didn't. <laughs> I was excited, uh, you know, relatively for yeah. Bros before this. Okay. I
1: know. I feel like I feel less excited now. Yes. Now that we've seen these <laughs> clips of it, but like, I still, I still want to see it because I do think Billy Eichner is really funny. Uh, what was his uh, TV show? Difficult People. That was funny with Julie Mm -hmm. Klausner. Mm -hmm. That was good. Um, So yeah, I'm a fan of him, but we'll see how the movie (laughs) shows.
0: All right. Uh, So for Bros, the gay romantic comedy, uh, we have the Pride slide here.
1: I am a little disappointed that they used this up instead of doing an HOH where we could watch it on the feeds. I feel Mm. like I appreciate this slide competition because it's really fun and like it's a good one to watch on the feeds rather than just like hanging on to something Mm because they actually have to like do something so i am disappointed i feel like they flipped a lot of the competitions this year where like the tiny veto was like tiny hoh and they've they've done that a few times this season where they've um taken one that's typically hoh now it's veto or whatever vice versa and i i'm really i'm really disappointed that they did the slide already um that, I like that as an Hoh for sure. Yeah, because then also you get you... the safety. Like you have the little safety one. This one they didn't have that. It was just either veto or like a cup. the so big, like,
0: big tumbler for big the for the brose bro- rose.
1: No, they should have done it as <laughs> Hoh. They should have had Jose's rose and had the safety, the little <laughs> safety one. No, that's like that's the competition I like look, look forward to every year. So to see it wasted in this way is you very love the
0: slip and slide. I do. Yeah, I
1: didn't know that a in- few competitions. I, I actually really like
3: Scal, you love it too. Uh, I'm a f- <laughs> fan of the slip and slide, it's fine. I don't know, mm-hmm. how can you pass up on the pride slide name for the competition? Mm-hmm. Just Had <laughs> so to so go there's for not it. A lot, there's not a
1: <laughs> lot of competitions that I like on Big Brother, I'll tell you that. So, like, Ooh. this you know, if you can have like one or two that I'm like decently a fan of, that's that's a win.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think in a pre-COVID world, maybe we have like a little jar for going to the bros premiere or something, but maybe out of the question at this point.
1: Yeah. They used to do that. They used to like blindfold them or whatever and take them in a car to the premiere.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah. Could you imagine? Uh, I feel like uh, (laughs) the the security would have to, forget the wall yellers, they're going to bring people to premieres. (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, do we have we determined the ideal strategy here? Michael says, "Okay, don't go for the large receptacle. Mm-hmm. Just stick with the smaller one." I I thought that the like uh, the strategy was uh, you you want to get the bigger receptacle. Did Turner just do a bad job here with filling it up? Should Turner have won this?
1: It seemed like he was pretty close.
2: Like I think Turner actively did a good job. Like yeah. 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 Like, I think the, the thing about um going for like the bigger thing is oftentimes you have more room to make mistakes and like you spill more and once you get to the end it's like, oh, there's not that much left. Um when people go to the big one. But like I feel like Turner had like good control of that Tumblr. I was and that was a big Tumblr. I, I was not expecting him to be as close as he was, be, yeah, being frank. Has
1: Meridium cracked this
0: one yet? <laughs> I don't
1: know if I mean, he has. But I think Michael just is like has the body for this one. Like you need to be tall. Like you need the long limbs. Like he barely had to, you know, he, he basically just had like two strides and he was like already at the thing. So I think Turner just didn't really stand a chance. He's a lot shorter than him. Like he did the best he could, but I think, yeah, it was either Mike. I thought Taylor would do better at this. Honestly, she has long limbs and she's fairly athletic, but she just was slipping all over the place, unfortunately.
2: I, mm-hmm. I know Kirsten and also other people, I think Chantel was like, oh, if you played hockey, you'd be really good at this competition. I also think people who had Heelys would be good at this competition. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: i also saw people saying that like the strategy is that you have to just like make a lane through the like the crisco to sort of like uh cl- clear it off uh, almost like sense. uh like on the soapy uh obstacle course on what the challenge like, last week yeah
1: what if you just like got down on mm. the ground like as like as if it's a slip inside and, and just like slid your Ooh. body across <laughs> it and then you like first of all cleared it out like you clear off all the crisco or whatever with your clothes because now it's all on your clothes right mm-hmm. And yeah, then, like, and then if you know, obviously, like, it could be. I, I don't know if you're allowed to like use the like tumbler on the ground, like, or if maybe that's not even allowed. But if you have to then stand up, at least you've got the so I feel clear. like
0: you could do it on the way, like, bring your cup of you know, bring your cup like on the way there, and then on the way back, then like, uh, like, clear yeah, just, like, push it, uh, up.
4: Yeah. like, you could do push a off belly with your flop. Feet.
0: Yeah. Like off
1: of the thing and just like slide forward. I feel like there must be a rule against that because someone would have done that before now. Like,
0: oh, I'm falling. Oh. Yeah. Well,
1: that's the thing is if they say, no, no, you can't slide across like that, you could just be like, Oh, whoops. And just slide really far, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, you know, at least a clear path. Yeah. 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 I think yeah, I've got this one. I, I, An
3: emergent that. strategy.
1: Yeah,
2: I think he, just one step further, you need to starfish it, not just slip aside it. Yes. <laughs>
0: Make a snow angel, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay?
1: That's pretty good. Okay,
2: yeah.
0: look at Melissa. Yeah, that I, to use that. So, uh, ultimately, uh, Michael is going to win. This one's This one's for Hayden.
1: I was yeah. very happy when Michael won. When I saw that Michael won, I, I mean, it was, I mean, this was like the, they were just going to backdoor him and what he's going to leave. That's it. No, you got to have more, more than that. I was very excited for him. Um, I, you know, I I think that like he, him winning made the week more exciting for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, I didn't know any of this was going to happen, but you know, I I was very excited for him to win. I am glad he's still there and it wasn't just like an easy week. I, I thought for sure, like, they, oh, they want to backdoor Michael. They're going to backdoor Michael. It's over, and we got some excitement, so that was good.
2: I'm also mm-hmm. like happy that he got to win like the slide five. you know? Like I think like what it means like for the community, like that he gets to like stand up, and be like, "Yo, I did this," and like, mm-hmm. it, yeah. and not and not only that, but my back was against the wall, and I came out on top, and I was triumphant. Like it was, it was a feel good moment.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. a shout, uh, shout out to any queer kids that are out there. Uh, and he yeah. says, uh, <laughs> look at you out there. You're valid. Uh, very reminiscent of when Evie uh, got voted off of Survivor uh, and they uh, said something very similar in their final words on Survivor. So uh, that was a great moment
3: in the episode yeah. for Michael. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure the producers were happy that he won from a gameplay standpoint and also Mm -hmm. that he wins the queer rom-com themed competition. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, reality TV has always been like a little ahead of the curve in terms of casting of queer people on their shows, but uh, definitely has gotten even better and good for Michael to win this one. And, you know, Mm -hmm. give shout outs to queer kids and he gets Mm -hmm. to go to the movies.
0: okay? and so he's going to pick some strategic picks and some personal picks to mm-hmm. take Turner, Alyssa and Taylor to go see bros.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I guess I understand his choices. Uh, maybe not Turner. Cause I mean, I feel like he already knew Turner was going to backdoor him. And now it's like, Oh, well you're not, you don't get to. Well, but, like, then maybe that, that was the strategic to. one. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But it's like, well, where's this, he, he, you know that you he wanted to get you out. The only reason he's not getting you out is because you won. Is it just like throwing it in his face a little bit like, OK, well, now you can't get me out, but I'll take you to a movie. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess it's fine. But, you know, maybe Turner know. loves kind Billy like, Eichner. <laughs> Brittany is the one who said she loved Billy Eichner and she didn't get to see it. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of wish that she got to see it.
2: Listen, mm-hmm. I've watched I watched think- Nayanka. just because you go to a movie does not give you goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true.
3: Um, yeah. I th- go ahead. I, th- I think Alyssa's is probably the strategic pick where he thinks he mm-hmm. can pick her up once. Uh, if mm-hmm. this does come through and actually Kyle goes home, then he can pick her up. I think Turner is a little bit of a reach um, in that, like, never really probably going to get him on his side. But mm-hmm. he's making the attempt. Yeah. Uh, Turner does love movies, but he
0: hates Ryan Reynolds, as we uh, found out on The Slop this week. Hates Ryan Reynolds because there's Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds in every movie.
1: That honestly is true.
3: That is true.
2: Let Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. Like, Don't. don't, Yeah.
1: There is an appeal to that, but he is always Ryan Reynolds.
3: Yeah, I don't disagree. It's true, but I like it. So (laughs) he doesn't like it, it. 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 it,
0: he doesn't like like it. You know Mm. what
1: you're getting into when you go see a movie that stars Ryan Reynolds. I'll say that. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, And Michael gives uh, two thumbs up to bros. Says has a a very authentic uh, in its portrayal of gay relationships. So uh, there you go.
2: He's yep. going to see it again in yep. theaters. He's going again. <laughs> He's
3: going again. Yeah. Yes. And that's encouraging to hear because I do think that there is a number of different you know queer media that has come mm-hmm. out. And you can tell if it is not very authentic or written by queer people. So exciting mm-hmm. to hear. I mean, you know, Billy Eichner was at the head of this, but uh, encouraging to hear that that is the yes. case. Is that
0: Shots Fired at Uncoupled that we watched on Nothing But Netflix a couple of weeks ago?
3: Surprisingly, it was made by queer people, but yes. <laughs> With
0: former uh, Big Brother uh, house visitor, Neil Patrick Harris. It's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah I did hear that. of
1: that movie or that show. Is it a movie or a show?
0: It's a Netflix show. show.
1: Netflix yeah. Show. I, I saw the little trailer for that.
0: Yeah. Did not
1: watch, but I saw the trailer.
0: And then I think we kind of come full circle with uh, back to the everything with, uh, okay, well, we should talk to Monty and then uh, the whole uh, saga that we talked about to uh, start the podcast. Um,
2: I will will say real quick, uh, um, bringing it all the way back to the beginning. My heart did hurt for Taylor when she was, like, just at the table, just have just breaking down. Like, that, that was, like, uh, that, that, hurt, that hurt. That tugged. And, sure. Like, just feeling, like, betrayed, like, by Joseph because she's, like. Why
0: would Joseph do that?
2: Yeah. But, like, just. Good question. Just the fact. And i know it's been talked about, like, the fact that uh, she's been so alone in this house. And Joseph was one of the few people that she felt like she could actually, actually try to be a friend of her. And, like, now he betrayed her, too. Like, t- Taylor's had it rough this season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And okay. then all these people just staring at her. I was like, hug her or like go away. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Brittany was just like, "It's not true. It's not true." Uh, <laughs> but uh, they did, they did throw the clip in there
3: of Joseph yeah. saying that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there was a left out that led to that <laughs> moment. But yes, right. It's like, <laughs> yeah.
1: but also then you did get, and now I'm remembering, you did get then Monty kind of saying. Well, okay, so it turns out that Kyle was the one who did this, not Joseph. Like, Kyle was the one who started the betrayal, not Joseph, where the whole narrative had been Joseph ratted out the leftovers, Joseph did this, Joseph did that. Turns out it started with Kyle, and then Joseph kind of had to just, like, throw it all out there and cover himself because he knew that that was Mm. it for him. So, like, you can see why Joseph – would feel like he has to say certain things. And it wasn't just like, oh yeah, actually I was like, I I wasn't working with Taylor, like, you know, whatever. I feel like it wasn't necessarily like a betrayal. It was more like desperation, like trying to find a way to stay. So I, and I think Taylor and Monty realized that moving, like as the week progressed, you know, that like, it was more Kyle that was, the issue on dire mm-hmm. Fest and not Joseph. So I think they still feel good about Joseph.
0: Okay. Anything else to say from the episode before uh, we should talk some spoilers? Mm,
1: I guess like, I, I want to make clear that the reason hmm. we were talking so much about Michael and Brittany um Mm -hmm. and not Kyle is mainly because that's what the episode was focused on like we we're commenting on the episode the Mm -hmm. episode was not about you know what did Kyle say what what did Kyle react blah 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 it was Michael and Brittany retelling the same story to each different person and determining whether or not they wanted to to tell this, you know, story or tell this situation to everybody. Mm-hmm. And so, like that, that's the reason why we're talking about them, not because we think like, they're at fault and Kyle's not or whatever. Like it just has to do with what we were shown on the that's your
0: takeaway from this podcast. I just I (laughs)
1: was seeing the chat go like absolutely nuts. And it was like a wild, I get
0: it. it People, uh, people, uh, uh, people like Michael, he has, he has a lot of fans. I'm sure Brittany has, has fans also, but it doesn't mean they can't be Mm -hmm. uh, without uh, fault here. Mm -hmm. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of double negatives and maybe a triple (laughs) negative. So, but you know what I mean?
1: yeah mm. no you know, exactly. know what i'm saying exactly yeah. like, Kyle... and we're gonna comment on that because that's what the episode showed to us you know and like yeah. for, if you want to talk about live feeds and stuff like obviously watch the morning updates or watch the round table yesterday you know like there's all this has been covered over and over and over we're just commenting on the way it was portrayed on yeah. the episode.
0: And by the way, mm-hmm. uh, another great live feed update uh, today uh, that I thought Amon had some really incredible things to say about mm-hmm. all this uh, on the live feed update today. So even if you uh, uh, you know watch the episode and uh, do I need to uh, Yeah, should go back, check out the live feed update from today as well.
1: Mm
2: hmm like, like if, y- if y'all want us to tell you like why it's bad to that Kyle like was trying to separate the black people and from the white people if you want us to tell you why it's bad to like um, try to create a white group and like not a- integrate like any people color in it and then once the this look bad then be like okay maybe we can add the black one black person so that way we don't look as racist as we are actually being like if you want us to talk about like why like not giving um people a fair shot and just because of your own personal biases over something that's not true like we can talk about that but like also it's been an hour Fourteen minutes,
3: yeah. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I'm sure. Check out tomorrow's episode. The spoiler section of this podcast. Many of the last four weeks of the podcast. I'm sure there was plenty. Yeah. All right.
0: So tonight is uh, not a night. I I don't feel like dancing tonight. Uh, So we're just gonna we're just gonna buzz the buzzer in case. uh, Not much to spoil for you. You could stick you you could stick around. Okay. All right. So. We're officially uh, talking Bye. about the spoil the the spoilers. Uh, okay, Melissa, anything of note that we need to uh, tell people about heading into eviction night?
1: I mean, not really. I it's hard because like I I don't know what we're gonna see tomorrow based on mm-hmm. the feeds getting cut. Um, I hope that some of the Monty Taylor conversations and even Terrence, like I hope their conversations. Um, that that we've gotten brief glimpses of or that we've heard about get shown. I think that would be very important. Otherwise, um, Kyle has recognized that he's gonna go home. He has mm-hmm. like accepted that. He's not trying to game or anything. Even when like Alyssa or somebody might bring up gaming to him, he's like, I'm done with the game. I don't want to lie anymore. Like, I just like let me go. So I think, you know, I'm I'm interested to see how this is portrayed, but I don't think there's anything that's going to happen between now and then that we'll have Kyle staying in the house.
0: So just looking ahead, because you know, we will have a new HOH on Thursday night that has there been any game talk about who is going to potentially be the next person to go home? (laughs) Mm -hmm. What do you got AJ?
2: Like it, I think it depends who you're talking about, maybe because I I think almost everyone has someone targeting them, um, except for maybe Taylor because um Monty um listen he he is grateful for what um. Michael and Brittany brought up to them. Michael got to go to Monty Book. Like, Michael got to (laughs) get out of here. He got to go as soon as next week. Um, Mm -hmm. Turner, like, thank you um, because Turner does ultimately put Kyle on the block. Like, thank um, you, Turner, for putting Kyle on the block. But to Michael and Brittany, like, Turner, you're you're a threat. You could win the competitions and take us out. So, Turner, you got to go. Who who else is there? Oh, Brittany, it could be the casualty um, just in case. Um, Michael wins the veto and gets off the block, then Brittany can go home. Um, Taylor? Oh, Taylor! Taylor's over here, like Alyssa and Terrence. You could go. I know you're not like big thrust, but like you got, you're not out so Yeah. Go. Hey,
0: yeah. Terrence
3: is going to the final <laughs> two now, right? Ooh, it's definitely possible. I mean, they've Who's even wasting talked about their HOH on Terrence. Taylor. That's the thing they've talked about how <laughs> yeah. Terrence and Alyssa are She's like. Of- I let him off the hook once.
1: <laughs> Never again. <laughs>
3: Yeah, they're kind of equal in competitions, but Alyssa, they think, is a bigger jury threat. So Terrence looks like he has a couple weeks stay ahead of them.
2: hmm. Mm-hmm. OK. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, Monty, like, let uh, Taylor, Taylor, let, no, Taylor, let Brittany know that, yo know, Monty is coming from uh, Michael and them. So n- now I think Michael and Brittany are also like considered like maybe next week is also could be a shot we take at Monty um, possibly mm-hmm. uh, yeah. because Taylor's loyal to them, which respect us, yeah. though.
1: I definitely think that Monty and Michael are in the most danger out of everyone moving into this next week. So it's really <clears> going to matter who wins HOH, who gets in power. Um, so, yeah, we'll have yeah. to see.
0: So Alyssa and Terrence, to me, feel like the stragglers. Uh, like if Monty and Turner are working together, <laughs> right? And then uh, Brittany and Michael and I, I guess uh, Taylor. Are we <laughs> counting her as part of their three? Yes. Then you have two sort of like loose electrons here. Are, first off, are are Terrence and Alyssa going to work together as as a pair as the like former friends of Kyle?
1: Yeah, they they are working together. It's it's weird because there's like not like super solid relationships between like everybody. So it's like. Alyssa and Terrence they are kind of working together you've got Turner and Alyssa kind of working together Monty and Turner kind of working together Monty and Taylor kind of working together Taylor and Brittany kind of working together Brittany and Michael kind of working like everyone's like got like little relationships Mm -hmm. throughout the house which like I think it really is gonna matter once somebody gets into power because then everything's gonna just like fall into place uh it's gonna shift so I think um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens. I think like in a situation where like Terrence wins HOH, let's say, I think like Dyerfest and Monty are going to be like, we're all good. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, but if like Taylor wins HOH, I think, Monty, Michael, Brittany and like are going to be like, we're all good. And even Turner's probably going to be like, hey, I like you know, did that for you guys last week of putting Kyle up and also leftovers. Like, I think everyone's going to kind of just it really just is Mm going to they're going to gravitate towards whoever
2: wins. Like, like, Mm -hmm. I truly feel like, like, it's not even like a situation where like, oh, it depends on who wins, which side wins, how the week plays out. It's really dependent on the person. Because I do think uh, if Taylor wins HOH, even though she's on that side, she's not touching Monty. She's not touching Turner. Um, Because uh, Monty, because of their closeness and Mm -hmm. Turner, because of what he did this week. But um, Brittany and Michael, even though they're on the same side, they're more than happy. Well, I won't say more than happy, but they're ready to like pull the trigger.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's not just like sides. It's like little like relationships between everybody. And some people are higher on other people's priorities than mm -hmm. others.
0: Yeah. And I still expect a double eviction then a week from tomorrow uh, as well on September 8th. So I think we'll have a normal week coming up uh, with this HOH. And then I think uh, we will do a uh, double eviction on September the 8th, I believe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nice. I think that's two-hour episode coming up uh in in that spot because then uh uh and i'll go from we'll go from what six to four uh from we'll go from seven to five that night that, that'll be yes. a double eviction we're yeah. going to eight
2: seven tomorrow yeah.
0: right <laughs> all right a- a- anything else uh before we uh wind this down for tonight
1: i'm just very interested to see how tomorrow's episode goes i i really hope they do a good job and you know we'll see
2: I, All right, well, I, w- I would like to say. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, th- there's been things, um, commentary, um, in the podcast stuff about the grace that um, Monty is giving to um, Kyle, that um, Taylor is giving to Kyle, and stuff like that. Like how they're willing to have these conversations with him, how they're willing to help him out, how they're willing to support him. And I do believe that is great. That shows a lot of the character uh, from them doing for them doing that for Kyle. Uh, but I would also like to say. Even if they chose not to, if they chose like, you know what, like, Kyle, we're not even going to talk to you for the rest of the time we're in here. That would have been perfectly fine too. And they would be just as good as people. Like, because this has directly impacted them, like their reaction is not like unanimous reaction, like how anyone would react in that situation. This is just so happens to be how they react. And that does not make them better or lesser than people because of how they chose to react to the situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, we will uh, turn it to Taryn tomorrow morning uh, as uh, we have another live feed update. Uh, find out everything that went on Wednesday in the Big Brother house uh, live at 11 a.m. Uh, tomorrow. And then we will all be together on uh, Thursday night for the live eviction recap coming up uh, Thursday night at ten fifteen p.m. Eastern time. Uh, We'll also have Scally. Look at this. Uh, We're going to chat with uh, Big Brother 23 and star of the Challenge USA. uh, Kylan Young uh, is going to be joining us. Uh, We'll be live for the patrons of uh, RHAP on Thursday. Uh, I believe that's going to be at 3 p.m. Eastern. So uh, we will uh, get his take on everything that's going on. And of course, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about uh, the challenge as another episode airs tonight. So uh, be on the lookout for... Should be a lot of fun with Kylan. Earlier today, uh, Mike Bloom and I kicked off the Survivor 43 preseason as uh, we took a first look at the 18 new players participating in Survivor 43. Uh, check that out on RobHasAWebsite.com. We'll also have a full interviews with all 18 new Survivor players by Tribe. The first of those will be dropping uh, sometime on Friday as well. Uh, The Challenge USA, I mentioned airing tonight. Brian and Allie are recording, I believe, as we speak. So check out their recap of episode nine, week nine of the Challenge USA. And then in the morning, Brian Cohen and I will speak with the latest person eliminated from the Challenge USA. And then earlier this week, we had a lot of fun Uh, with the Snake in the Grass Women of Reality TV edition. Uh, This was, uh, I I thought it was hysterical, uh, the Women (laughs) of Reality TV. Uh, Of course, Stephanie, uh, uh, Sari, Janelle, Rachel Riley. uh, I got to do a a Zoom call uh, with them talking about the game after it was over. Uh, Check that out as well. That was a really fun podcast as well as a recap that I did with Chantelle Francis and Brooklyn Zed uh, talking about the episode, of course, over on claim to fame uh, this week. Melissa, are you you watching claim to fame yet?
1: I love claim to fame.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, Claim to fame, of course, uh, that uh, I know, you know, a thing or two about Claim to fame, uh, Melissa. Uh, So check out uh, this week's latest recap. Jenny and I were joined by the crime scene uh, crew as Mari and Sarah joined us to talk about uh, week number eight of Claim to Fame. And then uh, over on 90 Day Fiance, we kicked off uh, season seven of Happily Ever Afterheads. Puya, Zambakili, and I, Mr. 90 Day Fiance, kicked off uh, all new season. And I talked about my, fa- uh, my favorite couple. In 90 Day Fiance world. And uh, we also visited uh, the Etsy shop to see some of the 90 Day Fiance merch that's available, which was wild. <laughs> okay. Uh, Scally, uh, speaking of Puya, I know you had uh, h- him join uh, you and Kirsten on the finale of Love Island USA season four.
3: Yeah, we did. A really good season of Love Island. Super fun to get to wrap that up with Kirsten and Puya. Um, we are waiting to see how the reunion is before we decide if we jump back in, but probably the, you know, closing out the season over here on Love Island. Super fun uh, over on Peacock. So people should check that out.
0: Okay. Then... We've got, oh, okay. It's uh, the last day of the month. So uh, wait about an hour and 15 minutes uh, if you're thinking about becoming a patron because tomorrow is going to be the start of September. It's a great time to become a patron of Rob has a podcast between closing out Big Brother and the start of the Survivor season. We've got so many bonus shows coming your way. We have a Jackbox game uh, with the patrons coming up this Friday night. Plus, uh, you'll be the first to hear about live events that we are planning as well. Rob has website.com slash patron. And head on over to Rob's Website.com slash subscribe to make sure you subscribe to all of our Rob is a podcast feeds that are all completely free and available at Rob's Website.com slash subscribe. Okay. Melissa, anything fun coming up for you? Uh
1: just Dennis's podcast.
0: Uh, Den- uh, oh that uh, the, the, the one the one that i know about yeah yes. am, I, okay. am i allowed
1: to plug that i already did it on twitter
0: okay go ahead go <laughs> ahead
1: well dennis was I'm- featured on the claim to fame podcast yeah
0: okay and with, then uh, and, and how about Bobby this as a plug a F- find out what uh historical figure melissa Denny is related to
1: i also have another one which i think you mm already know about
0: oh i mentioned both of these
1: both of these but there's one that's mentioned on claim the claim to fame podcast Mm -hmm. and then the other one is um henry winkler
4: Mm.
0: (laughs) okay yeah well what's the relation
1: uh my mom's cousin is married to him
0: okay Mm. (laughs) all right
1: so yeah that's, that's right. my other claim to fame. I should maybe I shouldn't have given that one away because I could have used it for something. But yeah, p- people don't watch this far into the plugs anyway, right? No you
2: worries. got it. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, good. You're good. Only, you. you're
0: good, you. only, I'm o- go. only uh, thirty-three hundred people still. Here. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Only, yeah. Only. <laughs> All right, uh, AJ. What's coming up for you?
2: You can follow me on Twitter at the kid Norris. That's why I, um, retweet any podcast I'm doing. Um, we should be starting um, season two of Pretty Liars um, really soon. Two can't keep a secret. Um, You can find out any um, where you listen to your podcast. It's a fun time me and the great Jay. We talk about mess.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Uh, AJ again. Oh, (laughs) come on. Get it, okay. get it together, dogs. Go home, you're drunk. She like yeah. comes
1: up here and does burp. I don't even know. Yeah. She's like, excuse me, I have to say something. Anyway,
0: sorry. I should just mute. Uh, AJ, great job once again here tonight. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, Scally, what's coming up for you now that Love Island is over?
3: Yeah, Love Island is uh, over, but anything I'm doing, I'll talk about on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally, including uh, still talking about the Challenge USA, over on the Dom and Colin podcast. That's been a lot of fun. We'll also be uh, jumping on with you, Rob, for the Claim to Fame podcast next week. So that should be a ton of fun. Uh, And then, uh, like I said, anything else will be on Twitter.
0: All right. Uh, Thank you all for joining us here tonight to go through uh, this episode of uh, Big Brother. Let's see what the eviction night holds on uh, Thursday. I will see you then. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.
5: at luckylandslots.com available to players in the u.s excluding washington and michigan no purchase necessary bgw group created by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply
4: okay round two name something that's not boring
5: a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh
4: ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino